right, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Thanks for Sharing podcast. We are brought to you by Dan Rouse at Cherry Hill Mitsubishi. It's been a month now and you still owe me money, man. Uh, KO Pest Control, Pace Roofing, Colt Recording, Hoover Delivery Service, ERT Restoration, Art History Clothing, Black Sparrow Tattoo, Four Seasons Landscaping, Sharky's Barbershop, RD Realty, Bone Marrow Capital Adjustment, and Santini's. Sandwiches? I forget already, man. They make great meatball sandwiches if you like meatballs. So check them out. Today I got the legendary Chuck Treese with me today, man. <laughs> it's awesome to have you here. I wore a Thrasher shirt that everyone clowned me for because the sleeves are too small. Because I refuse to wear a medium. <laughs> So that's what I thought this morning when getting no, changed. Good. Very nice. I said I'll wear a Thrasher shirt because Chuck's on. First first African-American on the cover. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I do yeah. my research, man? Yeah, yeah. I, I did that thing somehow. Somehow, yeah, That's right? how I did it, yeah. Um, and it's an Argentina flag, which is where my yeah, mom's from. Yeah, that's dope. I, like I think that. it's from first some skater from Argentina, but uh, I don't know anything about skateboarding okay. that much. Okay, that's good. I'll find out. Yeah, that's I think that's good. <laughs> you know a thing or two about skateboarding. A little bit, yeah. That's a couple things. Roll, couple roller skating. Roller skating. Yeah, yeah. I, so I heard that was the beef back in the day. Are you more of a beef with BMX guys, or is it both? Uh, there's no beef. Beef was just with weird energy people. But yeah. uh, I, if, if you're if you're rolling, it's good. The scooter kids were kind of wild because they run into you. Yeah, that's that's hard because the scooters are like level with all your vital parts, right? That's and it kind of hurts. That was like my era of growing up. Like Tony Hawk just hit out, and they were like, "What can we do that's corny?" And they were like, "We'll get scooter." I had a scooter. I'm not gonna lie. Dude. No, it was fun. He had scooters too. Karen did. Yeah, yeah it was all so, the rage. That's what, that's you what did, it is, especially you know when you're a kid in that era. Yeah, not in the balls though. Not scooters. No, not in the, in the balls, balls man. man. So you're uh, you're pretty much. I was going to tell you on Instagram. You're pretty much like a living legend, like oh an enigma. God, you're just <laughs> you're just floating around, man. Because I got a I got a buddy that skateboards, and this is when I started the podcast. So I was like, eventually I'm going to get Chuck on, and right, he was like, yeah. he was like, dude's a legend. I was like, <laughs> I was like it's just Chuck, man. Been here forever. You know, it's funny. Yeah. No, honored that 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 comes with it, but it's just a years the years and it changes and to how many people have done this is a long time yeah long time very long time a lot of accomplishments my mind's always blown because uh as much as i go to hardcore shows and punk shows like uh just the it's like usually like i'm there to support my friends and like some legendary hardcore band will be playing like i saw you play with underdog ah, and someone's okay. like underdog's playing and i was like okay which means Literally nothing to me. I'm like, okay, that's okay, cool. Okay. I'll check them out. Okay, okay. And they're like, they're legends, dude. And I was like, okay. <laughs> then you came pulling up like 20 minutes late, and you were like, you were like, I'm in this band. And I was like, holy shit! <laughs> I was like, what does this dude? <laughs> it's fun. These guys, I mean, musicians and people needing different things at different times, and it's cool that we had a network. You know, it's how Jeff and I met. You know what I mean? It's a network of people. Yeah doing things and so it's like it's, it's good that the punk rock ethos kind of now is blended into everything social media used to be what punk rock you know, yeah you know, it's like, well, and everything back then influenced what I like now like, uh, uh, my uh, favorite band's Newfound Glory which is an ongoing joke uh, that's wild 
<laughs> I listen to a band of dudes in their 40s who still whine about losing their girlfriend, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, this shit still slaps, dude. And they're but still like, losing their girlfriends. Too. Yeah, and they're still losing their girlfriends. <laughs> but they grew up on stuff like underdog bad brains and all that stuff, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I should probably know more about this shit. But I don't. <laughs> But uh, I, I am very interested. I was thinking about this a lot this week about like with skateboarding, right? Uh, I feel like that's like one area in life where it's okay to meet your heroes because I have a big like don't meet your True. heroes. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But skateboarding, like you can just show up to a park and like a pro skater will be there and it's like it's yeah. just... You get bugged out until, yeah. they, until they kook out and then you're like, oh, there's a kook yeah, and then you're like, oh, whatever. People. Like no. I go out to California and skateboard and like Tony Hawk will just be there and like I don't think like people just go as apeshit as you would think. I think they're just like... I guess Tony's here skating. Yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. To me, Tony's pretty wild. When he showed up at FDR, he had like an entourage with him, and I had seen him since he's been a little kid, like yeah. fourteen, because we were all little kids at that time. Right. But to see him there with Bucky when it was years ago, and it was wild that like people like look at him, up to him like he's a Michael Jordan. You know, yeah. he's got that that iconic figure. Which God bless him, man. All the best of him. Yeah, <laughs> seems like a good guy. Yeah, he is. Straight Some up. people I just think I'm like I'm like do they seem nice in real life? Yeah, he's yeah, one yeah. of the few. And I'm like he's probably a sweetheart of a man. <laughs> yeah, you know Tony, I mean? Tony's wild. <laughs> Everyone else I'm skeptical. If you have any notoriety, I'm like I'm like you're probably a piece of shit, right? <laughs> piece of dung, dung. Yeah, piece of dung. Yeah. <laughs> what what else is going on with you? What have you been up to? Uh, what I've been doing uh, is Jeff and I are going to start making some music soon. Uh, been have a new project with my son Kieran called Bing Crosby, kind of stoner rockish, you know, just jamming, having fun. That's what we need, right? And then I'm doing my best to learn how to ride my skateboard again without hurting myself. Right. So that's 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 a new trick. You're still at it every day, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's hard on the body. Yeah, how long have you been skating, man? I started when I was 11. I want to be 57 in the May 30th, so that's like... It's a pretty long time. It's a long time. It's longer than I've been alive, probably. Yeah. <laughs> not, to, you, not to make you feel so no, 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 no. Yeah, it's, it's definitely been... Yeah, the things. There was no computers and things when I was little. It's yeah, like so what else? You rocks do, and man. like dirt and things. Well, yeah. computers just started like when I was growing up. And like <laughs> now I know nothing about them. I thought at the beginning, I was like, I'm going to be a computer guy. And now the farther I get into doing comedy in this podcast, like I'm clueless yeah. until like... I have people hit me up. They're like, when's the podcast drop? And I'm like, whenever Davron puts it up. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you think I know what I'm doing? <laughs> yeah, social media skills are pretty weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to be you got to be an intellectual person of chaos. To, I know. To, my, to one, master. my one buddy was trying to tell me about the YouTube out. Al- YouTube algorithm. He was like, you got posted at the same time, exactly the same every yeah, week. And I'm like, I'm like, listen, it comes out when it comes yeah, out. Yeah, it comes out. If it blows yeah. up, that's great. And if not, yeah. one day. Later. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I I, uh, I enjoy the whole skate community and the punk community just because it's just I don't know I do stand up as you know and it's just it's right. not like that you know what I mean different world yeah they're all out to get each other for some fucking reason yeah like, yeah like, I, I, yeah <laughs> I've experienced that world um, in the comedy world a little bit there was a guy that was on Power ninety nine his Mike was his first name he's a comedian but when I was playing with this dude Sabella. In Philadelphia, we would actually do these open mic jams before the comedy nights at uh, Warm Daddy's in Philly. Okay. So it was really cool to see these guys kind of warm up backstage. But then I had a chance to walk with a couple of comedians as they were talking to each other off stage, and it was so cutthroat. Like the yeah. conversations between each other, it was like if you weren't an intellectual, you just got burned within the first minute. Right. And I'm not like a burn you type of guy. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I try to be nice to people, which is a crazy concept. But uh, I remember I told someone after I opened mic, I was like, oh, good good setup there. And they were like, we don't talk to each other like that. We're comedians. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this shit. Yeah, that exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I like the whole skate and punk community, because it's like everyone seems to get along. And I'm like, this is more my speed. Like, yeah. You know, it's I mean, possibly because everybody wants to be a comedian in skateboarding. So it's easier to yeah. just kind of like be a skater and then throw jokes in as you're skating. You know, yeah. So what else are you going to do? You're going to bullshit. You're out there in the sun all day skateboarding with these dudes. And it's like, you want to do this in silence or you want to bust balls a little bit? <laughs> bust the balls. Bust balls, man. You got to do it, man. I'm melting as this this thing is going down, so I apologize. But it's, we're all That's good. good. I, I feel like I got I feel like I got prime time Chuck Treese action right now. This is the way I want it. You do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I will say I was very impressed. I was at Jeff's house when you were recording one time and you had one of the infamous milkshakes. Yeah, those things. Yeah. And, oh, wait, that was the chalk line. Right? Yeah, yeah, and in my world, yeah. in my world, the AA world, I've, I've seen a lot of fucked up people, dude, and you drank a weed milkshake and I was like, this dude looks like he shot 10 bags of heroin into his neck. <laughs> Then Jeff's like, are you ready to record? And you got up and you nailed whatever you were recording in one take. And I was like, that's not even humanly possible. And then Someone shot your photo and then they took their fingers, the iPhone. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I laid on the floor. I was so burned out. I remember that. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. that's right. Like that's right. Like oh, that's right. Oh, my God. That was the most great. impressive shit that I saw because you just came up out of a dead sleep and just nailed it in one take. Yeah, I, was like, I was like, damn, dude. Yeah, that was harsh. Yeah. <laughs> Despite being a sober guy, I'm a big advocate of weed. I have a lot of dudes who friends that left AA and they're just like full-time weed now. It's good. It's fun. It's and I'm like, good for you if you can do it. It just doesn't work that way for me. Yeah, it's good. It's better. Which I know for me. Uh, but I'm pro whenever someone does the weed. I'm like, I'm like, that's so awesome. Listen, I think weed's good. Tight. Yeah. Shroom tea's good. You know, yeah. All that stuff is fun. The fun, the fun stuff that eases in. Yeah. This isn't too much bow. I like the not fun stuff where I'm just immediately depressed. That's what my twist is. I'm, okay. like, I'm like, let me ruin my life real quick, man. I retired when I was 24. Man. Okay. That's doing dabs. That, that's, you can hurt yourself doing dabs. I that's, got a couple. But dabs weren't around when I got sober, and thank God, because I have a couple boys who do dabs, and I'm just like, I'm like their minds are melting. Yeah, you get you okay right yeah, now? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> THC crack. Yeah, how complicated can you make weed? You know what I mean? It just seems like a lot, dude. It's heavy. Very yeah. heavy. Very heavy. <laughs> a little bit heavy. heavy. I, yeah, weed crack is the proper term. For weed that. crack for yeah, dab dab world is weed crack. You yeah. know, but you know, you got to get high somehow. Yeah, there's few things that have made me cringe in the drug world. Uh, that might be up there. Yeah, pretty much so. Pretty like much so. Just the amount of work that it takes to. Smoke yeah, weed, you, you know, could you like, could burn down everything because you have to do so many things just to get the thing rolling. You know I, what I mean? I remember after my second time in rehab, I got out, and this was after I was smoking crack. My friend smoked a perk thirty, and that's and this is what a scumbag I am. I looked at them like they were a piece of shit. I was like, "You're smoking a pill? That's so much work." And they were like, "Weren't you just smoking baking soda rocks? Like, you know what I mean?" <laughs> Yeah, textiles. Yeah. Textile University. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, weren't you just smoking drywall a week ago? And I'm like, fair enough, dude. Studying. Yeah. I, you good. know, I think weed's a great avenue for people. <laughs> That's the moral of the story, dude. As a sober guy, I'm like, weed's good for you, dude. You know? 
it's a plant. It's not that complicated. Unless yeah. you want to do dabs, then you're making it complicated. Yeah, for the actual Pennsylvania weed, is like chewing gum. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> well, you're a connoisseur. You've been all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Who has the best weed? Is it Ooh, California? Uh, I would say Colorado. Colorado uh, pretty much blew me away. For, yeah. on, on, per dispensary. Denver is pretty pretty heavy, you know. Because they were like the first to get into it, right? Well, they. I think they were before California. They, no, right? they were, they were after California, but they have the snowboarding and skateboarding seasons, so they have all the infrastructure of people going there because of Aspen. Right. So from Aspen on down, you have nothing but snow, and then Breckenridge is like the surf spot of all snowboarders, yeah. and they all smoke weed there. So it's like it's smart market. Yeah, yeah. Breck is like the the creme de la creme of like. But, being a snowboarder and being hip and cool. Yeah. Do you snowboard too? I've done it once at Blue Mountain, and then um, I did. I didn't go back. The, the coldness. Yeah, I like the cold. I tried it once and I kept falling because I wasn't that good at skateboarding to begin uh, with. I landed one pop shove it in my life. I couldn't even. Okay, it. that's a that's a good trick to know. Yeah, I don't even know if I've done a pop shove it yet. Yeah, <laughs> really <laughs> shove it. I've done a regular shove it, but not a pop yeah. shove it. I, I I would like to do one. Dude, maybe we can put it out like Chuck Trees presents the pop shove it and people will be like, damn. Yeah, you got to show me. Okay, you got to go back show to, me. Yeah, I can't skateboard for shit, dude. <laughs> I quit in the fifth grade because my brother landed in an ollie before me and I just could never get the concept. <laughs> so I got a lot of friends that skateboard and I'm like, more power to you, dude. I just can't do right, it, dude. Right, right. I don't know if it's lack of coordination or athleticism, but... Lack of wanting to get hurt. You know? Yeah. It's just a <laughs> I'm, I'm a man filled with many fears and anxieties. That probably goes through my mind like I could... Fuck my whole shit up doing that, dude. True. What's the worst you were ever heard doing? Um, skating. Um, I was skating um a ramp in what's New Jersey called the barn ramp, and I was doing this trick called a backside bonus where you go up and you 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 plant your foot on the top of the ramp, and then you you're supposed to jump back in with your board, and then there's a thing on the top called the coping, and if you're supposed to make sure your board is over the coping, well, I had too much confidence, yeah, and locked up on the top and went from the top to the bottom smacked my head had a helmet on and yeah. pre pretty that was the hardest the roughest one because that rocked my body pretty yeah. bad but going into it you were like i'm gonna land i'm gonna shit land this shit i got it i'm good my friends and if i get hurt my friends are gonna help me off the ramp they're like dude get off the ramp yeah you you know because you at, when, when you're a skater in a session you could tell when someone's either going too far or having too much confidence yeah so like it was it was good that they kind of let me know, like, look, you know, you can push yourself, but, you know, we're, there's no paramedics here. You know, yeah. like, we're all skaters here. Yeah. <laughs> this guy didn't go, doesn't have any medical degree, dude. He's on a skateboard just like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your favorite place to skate? My favorite place to skate probably... You like to keep it local, Philly. I guess, in Philly? Or just, I mean, across the world. Probably my favorite would be FDR Skate Park you know first. FDR guy. And then after that would be Golden Skate Park, which is a park that's out in Denver. It's like a real fun park. I mean, there's a right. bunch of them around, but kind of just skating places where it's real fun. Yeah, I you would know, imagine. Not so. too much pressure. You want to be around the good community of it, I think, too. Yeah. Which I think Philly has a good community. Yet again, not Amazing community. Big, but a couple... Of Big name skateboarders have come from the area. A lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Philly's got a, a great scene of people. It's just yeah. the weather. We have the winters are longer than the summers. I know. Then it's hard to get out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People still go out, though. <laughs> yeah, we were still skating through all the snow. My good friend I grew up with, he's big into skateboarding again. He's like a year older than me. He's like 33. Okay. And he's just like, he's like out there all the time. And he's like, he's a bad friend is what it comes down to. Okay, okay. Like he makes excuses and he's like, dude, I'm a dad. And Mark over there is like in our group chat. And okay. Mark's a single dad. All right. And he's like, 
my boy Shane's married, wife, yeah. kid. And he was like, he was like, dude, I just dedicate so much time to work and being a dad. I'm like, dude, you were skateboarding last night. He's learning how to be young. You know, yeah, he's, he's a kid. He's reliving his youth. Dude. <laughs> it's funny. Then he does like weird things. Like, uh, you're uh, obviously you're familiar with Bobby D, who's going to do this podcast. And yeah, Bobby. You were, an, you were not activate with him. And, yes, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And we were asking our boy Shane because he always goes to the same skate park Bobby goes to. Me and Mark, we were like, oh, you know, Bobby, great guy. Uh, and he was like, nah, not really. And he sent us a picture of him one time. I was like, that's so weird, dude. Like, I hope you introduced yourself. And I was like, hey, I'm friends with Joe and Mark, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just sniping pictures of this dude across that's the parking so lot. Funny, man. <laughs> Bobby's a riot, man. Yeah, but uh, I, I've i seen you skate a couple times, so good for me. You know, nice. I, mean, I, pursue, I saw you, I forget what the place is called. It was in South Philly. You played a McRad show. Uh, uh, Alter like, Street, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah in the yeah, warehouse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Which cracked me up. <laughs> Mc, the concept of McRad cracks me up because it's just you <laughs> and whatever two dudes you find. Yeah, exactly. Great. And it's like, I hope you motherfuckers <laughs> know this shit. <laughs> It has to happen that way, you know yeah. Because I mean? the original band was so, it was just the four of us as young kids, yeah. And it was started because we were all young and skating, and in Philly, and everything was broken down. Right. So we just got together and kept that vibe. And once it's kind of like your childhood band, once it reforms, you kind of have to keep it moving. It would have been great if we would have stayed together, like most of the descendants are together. But I, I, once everyone started flipping, once Circle Jerks guys started flipping bands and, yeah. and you know, Bad Religion and everybody, it was just like, because you have to, you want to keep the sound and other guys have tried, I guess what it was is other people that tried musicians outside of hardcore or punk rock scenes for their bands and it just didn't work. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you had to kind of like, everything out. well, yeah, because you need to know the dynamic, you need to know the, the, the van touring, you need to know the, there's so many different things that like rock bands were, privy to that under, underground bands had to just kind of like push through. We had to bust doors down when rock yeah. bands had more carte blanche treatment. Yeah. So it was hard for a rock guy to come to a hardcore tour. But then once the rock band started losing and then as your band's newfound glory and all these other bands started blowing up, yeah, <laughs> the rock guys wanted to be in the pop punk band. Right. Yeah. It's so stupid. Which I'm still in that crowd. I'm like, I'm like that's a good thing. Rips. It does rip. I think it keeps me young at heart that that's what no, I like. No, it's great. You know? I mean, there's a lot of, I've seen a lot of good shows. I mean, and I'm good yeah. friends with Fred, you know, Fred Mascherino from you know, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fred Taking Back Sunday, Color Fred. Brody. Brody. Yeah, 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 all of that. that one. All of that. Pangea. That's Fred is the, he is that. He, he did when, start that. When he left is when I stopped listening to Taking Back Sunday, actually. Of course. Why would you, yeah. no disrespect to the band, but Fred no, is, Fred is our, a piece of our, excuse me for this, but Fred is a piece of our musical sound. Right. You know and how can you not pull for a local guy? Yeah, because we have that Philadelphia chip on our shoulders. So yeah, like yeah, if yeah. one of us makes it, we're like the. Was like, what do you mean, dude? They're the best. You know, <laughs> that's why I won't ever talk bad about Kevin Hart, man. I'm like, I'm like, he's a Philly guy. I got to stick with him, right? Doesn't yeah. matter how Hollywood he gets. Yeah, Kevin is pretty massive. <laughs> yeah, he's the man. Um, so you actually lived out my dream in life, which is to have your own Nike sneaker. What? Okay. That's yeah, good. That Doesn't is. that mind blow? Because Nike SBs are making like a huge comeback. People are like, yeah, shit about them. People are tripping about the sneaker, and people are tripping about the the fact that I had a chance to do it. But it was like a, it was a timing situation, and a friend of mine had just been working with Nike, yeah. and and had access to bring new things to the table. Now it's a little bit harder because they've kind of like shifted the program around a little bit. Yeah. But then my 
my situation was new to them and new to the situation of me even having that responsibility. So I, I thought it was cool because I always looked up to Michael Jordan yeah. just because of what he was and the fact yeah. that you could go on 52nd Street in Philly and buy some cheap sneakers and they, they, you wouldn't break your ankles. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, the, it's, <laughs> it's a crazy accomplishment because Nike SBs, like the dunks are like huge right now. Like, And I'm big into sneakers. Right. I don't spend crazy money on sneakers because I'm just not built for it. Like, I don't care that much, but right. like, I appreciate a good sneaker. And uh, the second Nike ESB dunks like started making a comeback, I was like, my boy has his own SB. Uh, they're like, great. what do you mean? Like, he owns a pair? I'm like, no, like, they modeled a pair. And they're, like, <laughs> they're, like, they're like, that's pretty wild, that's don't you think? crazy. You know, it took a year to plan it out. It was wild. And the guy that, Stu Kevin, was telling me that people have gone almost to the whole year of them putting their shoe together and I think they, they take a year out to kind of like groom you through that process and he said some people have actually ruined their sneakers they've even coming out they've gotten all the way to the end and there was just some kind of attitude adjustment that Nike just said no and they just shelved and I can see that because it's the process was so tedious because we had to make a turn in the shoe design yeah. because it was supposed to look like the front cover of the magazine oh, but Glenn okay. Freeman was like look I want to keep things more solidified to like why I'm a photographer not a sh not a shoe designer I mean right. he had his other reasons but I'll, I'll keep it to a photographer should have their shine in the magazine versus yeah. once you put it on the sneaker it may take the the, the, the effect away from it right. and I'm glad that he said no do a different design because it made it made the sneaker stand out more yeah. versus being oh it's, it's it looks like a front cover of the magazine and a sneaker can look like a front cover of the magazine well, I think the insole is a picture of you from the magazine, right? Is yeah, it's, it's an ad. It's a Thunder Trucks ad that uh, uh, Bryce Knights did a photo. took that photo. That's awesome. Yeah. Very clean sneaker, man. I'm Thanks, a big fan man. of it. I keep looking. See, this is the problem with why I don't get as uh -huh. many sneakers as I have, why I don't get deep into spending a lot of money. Because <laughs> resale is crazy. Because yeah. everything's so limited. Because yeah. I looked up the McRad Dunks, mm -hmm. and I think last time I checked, they were like, something crazy i think they were like up to 700 bucks and like there's a certain point where like yeah. they might be higher i'm gonna check right now just because okay, i'm okay. curious <laughs> <laughs> you gotta know and but a basquiat painting just went for like what one something oh, a couple million dollars somebody somebody just bought it see in my so size wild. they're like 450 right yeah now. that's wild yeah that's wild. One day I'll get them and I'll just. It's a good it. chunk of money. Yeah. Yeah, I think Walmart has one pair for like 600 and That's when I was like, why would Walmart be in this market? But I guess they have access to goods yeah. and they're they're tapped into the, the underground market of the dunk, which is the Walmart's yeah. not an underground company. It's pretty wild, man. It's <laughs> the shit that like they go for. Like I've seen the Freddy Krueger dunks. They're like going for like 50 grand. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, who would ever spend that, dude? Yeah, yeah. The the market and the people that, that love it. Some sneakerhead will see this and correct me. And they'll be like, you're exaggerating saying 50 grand. I'm like, I probably am. Dude. Yeah. Calm down. It's a joke. Yeah, it's like, it's like gambling without driving. Yeah. You know, pretty much That's so. why I give Kanye all the credit in the world. Because he has made by far the ugliest sneaker in the fucking world. And wow. people are buying buying it like crazy no, what is that thing it's like, like a couch with like air in it or something yeah no, they they don't look pretty it's not yeah. a pretty sneaker I mean, I no disrespect pair. but yeah yeah nah, we can disrespect Kanye's yeah. losing it you know i don't think Kanye <laughs> tunes in <laughs> big fan if he tuned in i would be like what 
Yeah, yeah, yeah no, really Watch that blow up in ten years, and Kanye's like, I don't appreciate how you talked about me. Right, right, like, I'm yeah. a big fan, man. It in, doesn't in, matter. In ten years, and and, and web time is ten minutes. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <true. laughs> it can feel like, like dog years, man. It's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, dude, uh, this is what blows my mind. There's a couple things that just blow my mind. That's why I was excited to have you on. It's just the fact that you have a Wikipedia page. <laughs> Like, don't you think that shit's not sometimes? You ever think about it? Um, it's probably nothing to you because it's you and like who pays attention to that shit. But I, yeah, it, it, it feels like I just got like it's it's like a it's like an adult uh, version of what it would be like to be on some survival team or something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> you gotta you gotta uphold to what's up there on the on the card, right? And it's cool, but it's cool. It'd be it'd be cooler if they immediately made baseball cards out of Wikipedia cards. Yeah, right. Just so that then it would be because I'm I'm a baseball fan, and a big Phillies fan. I'm a big baseball guy. Yeah, too. so if, since day one like Dave Cash, Larry Boa, like yeah. Mike Schmidt, the original, original Dons. But I, I, to me, because I like baseball so much that if the Wikipedia would have been on a card like that, then I would have been like, okay, yeah, that's because no, it's no. something that reminds you of your childhood. Like when it, the internet was, I was introduced to it through Jason Jordan as far as the music and the interview aspect of it. Because I, he, I did my first interview with Jason Jordan and with another person and we were just typing you know right. in new york and it was amazing to see from that point how it felt unreal and now it feels like a it feels like my left arm to, to do something like this on the internet you know? yeah so like it's to know that wikipedia started because people were putting content up is more of a, a mind blower to me that the fact that there's something that's the internet's invisible yeah, especially something like wikipedia that someone's taking the time to be like oh you didn't get this fact right about uh, like, dude, people, weird. and they keep up to date like daily on it it's whoever weird. runs wikipedia that's I don't good no shit about god bless them man i you take know. that as cold hard facts some people are like you can't do that with wikipedia i'm yeah. like yeah but they probably know more than we do you know yeah they're, I mean the, they're the new so, dictionary yeah. Yeah, but uh, you were talking about Mike Schmidt and Larry Boa, who's still coaching in the, for the Philly. He's like their third base coach or some shit. What? He's still at it, man. That's Dude loves crazy. baseball, loves the game. But, I didn't know uh, that. Mike Schmidt, and you may say no disrespect if you'd like, but he's a dickhead. Whoa, that sucks. Because my dad used to work security for celebrity golf tournaments, uh. and he was driving through a bunker, and my dad said, oh, the Mr. Schmidt, nice to meet you. And he just looked at my dad and he was like, who the fuck are you? Oh, wow. And he just drove off. Bummer. Yeah. My Later. dad followed Dave Marino around that golf tournament. Okay. Who said, nicest dude ever. Yeah. That's good for him. So good for Dave Marino, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cat oh, makes oh Schmidt, Schmidt kooked out. Once you kook out, you kook out. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be caught in that situation, you know? Nah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I have no desire to meet Mike Schmidt. No, no. Know? Why? What? So he's played baseball. Yeah, I'm gonna write that on his Wikipedia tonight. I'm gonna be like Mike Schmidt's a dick. Dude. I must did it on the Phillies Instagram one time because they were like, "Which Mike Schmidt a happy birthday?" Oh, God. I was about to comment and be like, "My dad said he's a dick." Yeah, <laughs> they're, like, yeah, right, they're like, "What the fuck's your dad know?" And I'm like, "I don't know. He met him, dude. That's met more him. than most people." Yeah, met the prick. You know? Yeah, <laughs> baseball players I think are like the weirdest dudes out there, dude. I've met too many. I mean, I met them as kids, just my friends. But as professional guys, I haven't met too many of them. That was that that one pitcher that got into a random 
not a fight with Eddie Vedder, but he was hanging out with Eddie Vedder in New Orleans when Pearl Jam played down there, and they went out one night, and they decided to try to act like they were rock stars, and the dude, yeah. some locals from New Orleans shook them up pretty bad. It was crazy. Yeah, you don't fuck around in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a little CD, CD city right there. Yeah, 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 it was heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Never been, man. I got to check it out. Ah, oh, yeah, you you should go. Yeah, 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 yeah. you need check to check it out, man. I want to say I want to go to places for the food, but we were talking before this. I'm like a picky eater, and it's like it wouldn't even really matter to me. I mean, I'd be like, oh, you make cheeseburgers down here? That's sick. That's yeah, what I'm gonna get. Exactly, because gumbo looks wild if you're not into that whole <clears throat> right. thing. You know what I mean? My favorite thing to do when traveling is to drive by a store that is across the country, like if a CVS, and we drive by, and I'm like, damn, they got these out here too. <laughs> and everyone just thinks I'm serious about it. They're like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Of course they do. <laughs> Them subways, everything. Yeah. You know, what I mean? you can go get your uh, everything. You can go get your latte, whatever you want. Right. I think In and Out's overrated, though. That's one thing I don't really care about. Yeah, uh, yeah. It had its moment for me, and then it left. Yeah. That White Castle. You know what I mean? White Castle is more the Philly hustle. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you, well, if I think you the closest one's in New Jersey, so it's like it's a mission to go. If yeah. You right, go. right. Right. They had one in North Philly for a long time because we used to hit it when we were like. We were like low on the low. We'd be like, all right, let's go to White Castle. Yeah. Be, be like, little square johns. Yeah, lift this couch cushion up. Let's hit White Castle, man. Let's gather it up real quick, man. So what what, what aspect? You like live the multiple dreams of like professional musician, professional skater. It's just so funny. It's like, that's like one person's dream job. You know what I mean? And you have two dream jobs for people. You know what I mean? Which is pretty wild. I, I'm happy about it. Um, Which one do you lean more towards? I mean, uh, you're still skating, I'm sure. Yeah, you get up there in age, it's like a little harder yeah, on the yeah, body. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's The intention of skating was to, to, to rebirth it because it had fallen so far away from where, how the, the craze of baseball, apple pie, you know, you know the Chevrolet type of thing. Skateboarding in the 70s was huge, and then we were all considered weirdos and dummies. And so we had something to prove. The ones that wanted to stick through it, the ones that didn't want to be judged, left. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now that skateboarding is accepted, it's more or less music is starting to feel like how skateboarding used to because original music is, is harder to kind of come by. You can get more music on the, inter, uh, on the internet, but you got to sift through more to get through more. Right. You know what I mean? Back in the day, we had fanzies telling us, go get this record, go get this record, go see this band. Right. You know, if you like this fanzine, you'll like that fanzine. If you like this band, you'll like their whole crew and what they're doing. You know what I mean? It's right. just like skateboarding used to be like, you know what I mean? Like how punk rock was, you know what I mean? Skateboarding now is so blown up that my thing is just, I just want to stay in, in flow versus trying to prove that we're cool. But music, you have to always kind of redevelop it. Yeah. So it, it happens. And skateboarding does too as far as a level of tricks. But everyone accepts skateboarding now, even more so than music. Music yeah. changes. I was just uh, watching a Quincy Jones documentary on Netflix, which was awesome. That's a heavy dude. one. And dude, yeah. knew the dude had his hand in like every pop. But like, dude, when it like comes to some stuff, like my favorite theme song of all time is the Sanford and Son theme song. That's a bad one. And they're like, they're like, yeah, Quincy made that shit. And I was yeah. like, yeah, no kidding, man. He's a, unreal. But uh, he said something, and he's like, hard to believe there's only like 14 notes, right? Yeah, in yeah, the world. Yeah, and right. I'm just like, and exactly. I'm like, people are still reinventing that shit. Mm -hmm. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, right? yeah. This jazz guy told me that, you, that Do Re Mi Fa Sol La Tito. So it, if that's a, the, the right way to say it, it's every note within that any jazz person plays. He's like, mm -hmm. if you know that and you can take off from that scale 
and and improvise and then come back to the scale that's that's just as bonafide bonafide as jazz as anything else someone yeah. learning how to read and as complicated as it can be because i majored in music in college before i dropped out oh, to sick. pursue a life of drugs now i don't uh, play like any music because <laughs> i just i just don't really care for it that much i love it but it's just like you know yeah. i started doing stand-up i fell more in love with that i was like it's always that's a good one like i can't remember like moments in my life with like any art form like i don't remember most about like what i listened to like growing i remember the first cd i got was right. at the wall when the wall was still a thing sick and i was five <laughs> years old and my mom bought me bone thugs and harmony that was my first album Woo! ever yeah both the one with crossroads and the first of the month on it i think uh eternal 99 was okay. what it was called sick yeah but uh I still remember the first time, like I was a young kid, and I think killing him softly. Dave Chappelle okay, came yeah, out, yeah, and I was yeah, like, "This yeah. is the best shit ever, dude." Yeah, like, <laughs> how do you not think that, dude? So I, I remember both how powerful something in art form can be. And yeah, I was like I remember that shit, right, dude. Right. And, and I, the one, the one thing when you mentioned Dave is like I met Dave through Santi White, who's Santo Gold or, or, or Santi Gold, basically Santo Gold, and how Dave is on stage, like in person. Every time I try to give the guy a compliment, because it was I just got finished watching the first movie that they put out, the uh, the, the Wii movie, I half baked, half baked, and then uh, there was a couple other things he had done. And I remember going up to him because he came to a show showcase that we had, and I was like, "Dave, dude, you're really funny, man." Like, no, I'm not. Yeah, you really didn't. No, no. And he's a skater too, so it's like oh, he skates. It's, yeah, I mean, yeah. He's yeah. a, a straight skater. You know, what I mean, he's just yeah. like you know all about it. And he's like, dude, I'm just. I know who you are. I'm just just here to just support Sign, you know what I mean? Because she lived up in Brooklyn and knew everybody before everyone blew up. Right. But he was sincerely not about any self praise. He was yeah. just like, I'm more about like my life in New York as a young person. He skated Brooklyn Banks. He skated all the. He hung out with all the dudes. He hung out with everybody that was cool. You know, Harold Hunter and all those dudes. He was just there in the mix of all that. Like, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's you know, which is wild. You know what I mean? Good for him. And what a wild ride you've been on, man. It's funny. It's crazy. It's funny. Just like, yeah, I know Chappelle when he was still, you know, a young, <laughs> a young buck. <laughs> Good, man. Yeah, but he's just, he's influential to me, definitely. You know yeah. what I mean? Witty. Yeah, very witty, yeah. man, which I like that kind of style. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. like we were talking like a little bit earlier, like I'm not into the whole ball busting. Like uh, it's great. Don't uh, get me wrong. I do it with like my real close friends, mm -hmm. but like random strangers, like. All my, all my buddies that do comedy, they're like in roast battles all the time. They're like, you should do it. I'm like, no. Nah. Yeah, 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 the battle, battle. Because it's just going to be not me being a j joke after a while. I'm just going like, to like match up with someone. I'll be like, you're a pussy. You yeah, know that, right? And yeah. they'll be like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. I'm just going to be like, I don't know. I didn't have anything to say. So yeah, I'm just right. gonna be mean to you. Exactly. It's <laughs> Condescending. Neg it's negative, man. It's negative. <laughs> I don't need that energy in my life. I like positive vibes, man, which yes. I'm sure you can appreciate. Yeah, it's a debate goods. Yeah, baked goods, man. Yeah, That's what <laughs> Makes sense to me. Fully baked. Um, so, your Wikipedia, you played the bass on Billy Joel, River of Dreams. Is that, true? Is that a true statement? Yeah, yeah. That so, I know you're a session musician. How does yeah. that work? Do you actually meet Billy Joel, or are they just like come in and play this shit? <laughs> yeah, like they called me in and said, hey, you know, um, we need you to play this. Um, I was more or less a bass player playing four string, and so there's basses have different strings so they were saying hey we have a session for you which is like okay this is work money i love working with joe you know phil butcher nicolo guys and and everybody down there but they were like hey we you need a five string bass i'm like then at that point i've learned enough from people to say well i have a five string bass 
and I didn't have a five string bass, but I knew a, a friend of mine had a great music store, yeah. Cintiolis in South Philly. So I went to, you know, Cintiolis. Yeah, you show up and you're like, listen, I'm going to be on Billy Joel. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, he gave me a good price on it, and it was crazy because I remember walking in, and I remember on the way to the studio in the cab, I was like literally like doing finger exercises just so I wouldn't get in the studio and be like, hey, guys, I've never played this bass before. Yeah. Put me on this record. But it worked out really good, and, you know, it took about 25 minutes to track. But it was Billy Joel was in a really bad um, uh, dispute between his uh, brother-in-law, which was his manager. With some money embezzlement, and they left. He left the country and left Billy tracking a record. So Billy was tracking a record in L.A., New York, and Philly at the same time. And at that time, the studios were like like a thousand, two thousand dollars a day. So he was just to keep up with the money that he had lost. He was like pushing this record through. So that's how that song got pushed to the front because he was pretty much in a bad situation where he had to kind of figure things out. Hey, it's safe to say that you saved the record, man. We could just say that. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the humility and the the humbleness of you, dude. I really do. Because like, bro. if I was on Billy Joel's record, I'm like, you know, I was on that shit, man. I was fucking, <laughs> I was fucking that B string up, man. They said to get yeah. a five string. I was fucking that B string <laughs> up. <on fucking> <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. No, it was fun because I mean, but it was so far removed from. I was just in the goats. I was in and all these different you know modes and, and and soon after that i met jeff and those guys and not that people didn't know about billy joel but our music references at that time were slayer and yeah you know what i mean and it's just like all there was so much coming out we we're just getting hit over the head all the time and then it was on the hip-hop side so my thing was like who's going to relate to billy joel yeah i played on this great record right. but it's like it's all of us were so into just all this hard shit, yeah. you know. And then Miss Sugar shows up, and it's just how do you compare a Miss Sugar conversation with a Billy Joel conversation? Right. Or, I fucking love Billy Joel. You know, I love <laughs> Billy Joel too. You know what I'm saying? I, he's a great songwriter. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? I, I guess because for me, I remember when I first heard like "Hello Waits" from Slayer. You know what I mean? Or, right. You know, and just and being like, oh, I heard Metallica, but what's going? The Slayer shit is out of my mind. So, to me having that in my my bones before i even became a real deal session musician right you know it's it, being a metalhead you just it just makes you into a certain vibe you know what i mean not that pop music doesn't matter but we had to keep up with all the bands you know what i mean i feel like the older i get the more i appreciate pop music because i'm like it's True. so much talent and like writing something that catchy and annoying right. you know what i mean yeah like i always point out jack johnson the fucking surfer dude <laughs> yeah i'm like dude never wrote a sad song dude. Yeah, they're all happy yeah, yeah. whether you like them or you don't like them dude. no jack just... jack can write a song yeah he's yeah, the man jack's a bad boy yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. The, i have like a couple like my my music selection is like very go-to like on the thing it's either like 90s hip-hop or uh, early 2000s <laughs> pop punk and like that's it and a lot of like the Beatles I listen to the Beatles a lot. my dad loves the Great Beatles band I was too. raised on the Beatles Great band, I'm happy yeah. you said that because I know a couple people in the hardcore and punk scene they're like they were fucking overrated I'm like you're out of hey, your mind yeah, yeah 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 that's 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 the whole concept of four guys getting in the studio and making all that music yeah. and, and and having like you know, there's probably a couple of guests different musicians and whatever maybe Ringo didn't play drums on all the songs but they could actually deliver that stuff live and they could they could tell you about right. those records because a lot of those records recorded were in five, 10 hours. You know what I mean? They didn't have 
they didn't give those guys a lot of time in the studio and those guys were the first band to even be allowed in the control room they didn't even allow bands to go in the control room back in the day I was even thinking about like how big they were back in that time period right. and when I was watching that Quincy thing how big Michael Jackson was at that time and it's like we haven't had someone that big in a while yeah, where like people are just like losing yeah, their mind they're yeah. like I'm gonna stab you to just see yeah, this yeah exactly space, yeah that's when it was quality and theater. I feel like we're due for another one though I yeah. feel like there will be like a pop sensation or a rock group or a right. rapper where people are like I will kill anybody just to see this dude's face True. you know what I mean but maybe comedians comedians may come up as comedians right now are, starting to take take over and all these different facets they i mean really comedy are. is opening the door and, and letting it every, everything attach itself to its own rope yeah, i always think it's uh the funniest thing to get into because i just started doing it because i spoke at a lot of aa meetings and i would just crack jokes while doing it, which maybe not be the place to do it right. but uh people were like like i would go into rehabs all the, all the time and like people would the patients would be cracking up. I'm like, maybe I should that's be doing crazy. this. You that's know a good I mean? concept. Not to toot my own fucking horn. Like, I'm the nah. funniest man alive, dude. Because nah, I don't, dude. just like Chappelle, not saying I am Chappelle, but right. I'm like, I feel that way too. I'm like, right. I'm not that good. You know what I mean? But uh, I think it's funny, like all these people, like I'm friends with you, Jeff, like all these people who've done shit in like music and skateboarding and like all this cool shit. Right. And like, I remember I talked to Jeff, like when I first started doing uh, comedy, I was like, I was like, who do I talk to about like, doing this you know and uh, he's like i have no fucking idea yeah <laughs> Which it's cool like i start doing this podcast and i have all these cool people to talk to but it's just like <laughs> just like they're like how do you know people that are that accomplished and it's just like you can't fucking i'm like i don't know none of them know comedians yeah. dude what do you want me to do about yeah, it yeah right comedians are a hard that's a hard tribe to get into and, and stay vibrant man that's a that's a wild world i mean yeah. richard pryor is one of my favorite comedians and like so it's good, just man. it's like i mean jonathan winters and and Robin Williams, and yeah. you know what I mean, like George Carlin. There's so many heavy ones that have been really influenced. Freddie Prince, who's like a total classic, yeah, died early, man. Yeah, that Sad. Freddie was unbelievable, man. Like, yeah. you know what I mean. So it's like, it's it's comedy's a part of music. It's so essential, and it's, a, it's definitely a part of skateboarding. Yeah, and it's one of those things. Like some of the biggest comedians in the world right now are probably just like to anybody else like I'm a big comedy fan but like if I like talk like Tom Segura is like one of my favorites but like if I talk cool. about it with like people I work with they're like I have no idea who that, that is alright okay I'm like dude yeah, yeah, yeah. he's on Netflix dude like a it's million right, followers right, right, on Instagram right, right, like a million right, people right, know who this dude is right, right, definitely which is wild dude because there's right. some rappers like there's always new up and coming rappers like and they'll just die and people are like how do you not know who this dude is he has 30 million followers on Instagram <laughs> like, I never fucking heard of him dude Instagram's yeah. a big fucking place. Man. Yeah, it's good. And you're not trapping. You know, you're, you're, yeah. you're, you're doing things different. I mean, Bobby's free, so that's all that really matters. Yeah, Schmurda. <laughs> Congrats to all y'all up there. Hey, big fan of the guy. Never listened to one song about him. That's wow. Just love the attitude and the good energy, music. dude. Yeah, good music. That guy's, I, that guy's I, he's I a gotta dime. get heavily into it, dude. But uh. I thought it was funny because every month he was getting out of prison. Like yeah, for two yeah, years, everyone's like, he gets out next month. And they're like, they pushed it back. Man. <laughs> yeah, he kind of held his team yeah. proper. I mean, he held his position on his team proper. God yeah. bless him. He took it on the chin, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good why guy. Not? Yeah, why I don't not? know if that makes him a good guy, but. Yeah, you'll, you'll see. He's out here now getting, you know, stuff put on his neck. You know, I saw him getting changed, put on his head, and him laughing, yeah. So, which is cool. You know, I don't know. Just being in that whole situation of lockdown is scary. Yeah. scary vibe. I'd be happy as shit if I was a free man, too, yeah, for however long yeah, he was going. Be yeah. like, yeah, I'm out now, dude. Yeah, that was, a, that, was, that was a good run. Jeff just gave me the devil eyes, man. He's watching me. <laughs> we were just talking about you, buddy. That was good. I think Chris says what's up. Probably. What's up? Uh -huh.
Big Chris. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> well, I was not talking shit on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I would never do that. Listen. Yeah, no, it's a long time, man. That's the dream team. <laughs> Chuck and stress, man. <laughs> the streets, streets productions, man. It's the evil Knievel ramp, dude. Gemini. Yep. Ah, Gemini's. Evil, yeah, yeah. I'm a Scorpio, yeah. man. Yeah. Are you a big astrology guy? Are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, yeah, I have I have my ways around it. You know, being in Philly, you can't help it. You know, everybody was pretty much murked out with yeah. astrology, and you know, that's true. <laughs> Incense burning and weed, reefer smoking. Yeah. <laughs> Those damn reefer heads, man. It's so funny. <laughs> Weed has evolved too much, man. I know yeah, we're yeah. talking about it already, but no, it's, it's good. It's good. It's, I love a Philly because I heard the, the first thing you got that nick, and I thought when I was a kid, I thought it was like we got a nickel, and he's like, no, like yeah. weed. I'm, oh, okay. Yeah. We talking about nick? Like it's just crazy. Nick dime. It's just the common the common conversation around money became the common conversation around weed. Yeah. If you say nick, nick nickels and dimes now, people be like, what are you? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, eighth or what? Yeah. Inflation has went up too because even when yeah. people are saying a nickel when it comes to money, it's usually like either five hundred or five thousand. Like, yeah, I'll give you a nickel for it. I'm like, yeah. I'm like five cents. They're like five hundred. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I could always use an extra five hundred. Yeah, know what I mean? yeah, five hundred would be nice. Yeah, it's always nice. every second. Yeah, yeah every second. <laughs> I wish I was making money like that, man. One day YouTube will start paying out for this fucking podcast. Yeah, I mean? get it, YouTube. Get us yeah. all paid up. You yeah, know, we, get, we give up. you content. Until they start flagging me. They're like, you were wearing a Thrasher shirt. Fuck you. Yeah. That's that's the whole thing that I've, I've, I want to stay away from, the whole flagship part of the internet. That would be great. Yeah, that would be great, too. I don't yeah. need to get pulled on something and it's like, hey, man. Oh, man. We've already been pirates. We've yeah. already been flagged enough as being punk rockers and skateboarders and exactly. weirdos. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, a punk rock band sent my good buddy a cease and desist for using their logo on a t-shirt, which I think is wow. the most non-punk rock thing, too. Dude, and I won't drop. A little cross-promotion they weren't having. Yeah. Should I drop the band name, dude? I thought that was like the funniest thing ever, though. I was, yeah. like, I was like, you're a punk rock band and you're getting mad that someone like kind of bit your logo? Yeah, bit. yeah. Don't sell my anarchy. You know what I mean? It's like it's basically exactly. what it is. It's all political know. now, dude. It's all good. I mean, Who's got time for that shit? No, nah, I mean, you can't stop people from... The black market is a black market. The, yeah. the, the, let me say the glowing market. It's a glowing market now because Walmart is on the glowing market. Yeah, I'm it's trying to get into the black market in the dark web, dude. I'm trying to be... Oh, like, okay. Fucking, for socks? Yeah, for socks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, porn socks or something. Yeah, funky feet. I just want to see what it's about, dude. I'm just interested. <laughs> it's just gonna be like, yeah, what it is, you know. My gosh, Mars. We're gonna do it on Mars. Everything Going to Mars. Mars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you an alien guy too? Are you um, like, no, I'm leaving most of that to to Jeff. Jeff. Yeah, because if they they come and pick up him first, then he'll figure it out, and then yeah. hopefully he'll come back and get all of us. As much as Jeff knows about aliens, the only thing I took away from it is one time he said he was like, "Bullets don't affect them." So in my head, I'm just like, "Aliens are bulletproof, man," and that just stays with me forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I only got guns for the humans. Bullets are for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I just watch Men in Black, so like that's what I want to think, the whole alien thing. Like they're probably already here and there probably is an organization. It's probably exactly like Men in Black. Men in Black. Yeah. <laughs> Men in Black. Yeah, Men in Black. Yeah. yeah. You agree with me? That you're the guy. You're the alien guy, man. Yeah, innately to be true. No, but it's crazy because you know, there's people have been saying they've been seeing things floating around in the sky lately, and I'm just like, if people think that we're the only people here, you're out of your mind. <laughs> See, and this is where I stand on it, dude, and this is where I stand with most things, which probably isn't a good thing. It's like I don't care that much, you know what I mean? Good. Like I believe it. Yeah. But also, I don't care that much. Right, right, right. It's kind of like politics and conspiracy theories. It's fun to get into. Right. But right, I'm just right. like, I'm like. I don't care that much, you know, at the end of the day. It's good to get worked up over something. Not much, man. It's bad. <laughs> What's my higher purpose? I really don't know yet. To be determined, man. Yeah. I don't know. The alien thing is pretty heavy. It may be yeah. why politics are so crazy. I think what what is your higher purpose is real heavy, dude. You know True, I mean? yeah. The higher, the higher purpose is be on Mars. But Sun Ra talked about Mars, so I, I think Mars is a... Mars is a the future, future mentals Sun place. Knew. He knew. Yeah, he knew. He did. Yeah. Chicago to Philly. That's yeah. that's a that's a wild track. Our sister city, Chicago. So oh, I'm told. That's good. I don't know. Ben wrote a song about Chicago and it's called Sister City. Okay. So I was like, oh, okay. Sick. Makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of similarities. They both have an L. Yeah, and there's a lot of uh heavy, heavy emotions in both cities. Yeah. Big time. Exactly. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'll go to Chicago right now, man. You know? Chicago is beautiful. Yeah. Nice. See, I need to. I need to see. I'm trying to be the Chuck Teresa comedy and just get out ah, there and just see the world. You got to do it. Yeah. Step on the stage and just tell jokes, make people laugh, you know and then I mean? keep it moving. I'll get like a McRad set going. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Break it I'll down. I'll like start a comedy troupe and it's just going to be me and two dudes in whatever city I find. I'm going <laughs> like, to be like, hey, listen, you're up to do this. They're going to be like, mister, I don't fucking know you. And I'm going to be like, a comedy cult? I think people have tried already. You know what I mean? I don't know if I want to start a cult. That's a lot of pressure. People looking up. A lot of cult. <laughs> you want to start a cult? Cult. Oh, coat. Yeah, coat, I'm not coat. a leader of men. That's what I know. You know what I mean? That's what I know in my heart. Like, I'm a good fill-in until the leader shows up. And then I'm not even second in command after that. I'm, like, at the bottom of the list. They're like, they're like, hey, man, thanks for keeping it warm. I'm going to be like, I'm going to go hide yeah, in the right. corner somewhere. You know? <laughs> That's heavy, dude. Yeah. yeah. The, cold, the cold thing is definitely, it's, 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 a, it's, a, little, it's a little cultish. So yeah, to do that, all that thing. It takes a lot of work, yeah, a lot of convincing. Charles Manson didn't seem that great, and he was pretty good at the. Yeah, he was pretty, pretty I mean? good. He's pretty intense. Yeah, pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> Not a guy I really want to meet, dude. Well, yeah, and he was a songwriter also, which is crazy. Mm. I found out. I wonder if he wrote any good songs. Yeah, man. So, yeah he was supposed to have his record deal at some point. Yeah, I mean, he was down with hanging with uh, Wilson. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. The hell, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's right. The Beach Boys, man. That's so crazy. I'm gonna look it up on Spotify. Be like Charlie Manson music, man. What's up with it? I'm happy you're here, Jeff. You, you got a guy who knows everything. You know what I mean? Ross Davis is in the building. Yeah. Kieran's in the building. Everybody's in the building. You making a cameo, buddy? Your second time on Thanks for Sharing? 
<laughs> Are you going to play us Charlie Manson's music so we can get flagged on YouTube? Whoa, there it is. There's the album right there, wow. dude. Wow. He has a full-fledged album. <laughs> That's crazy. Heavy hitters. Yeah, heavy That's hitters, man. That's so crazy. Chuck and I, you don't know, but Chuck and I are doing a remix right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm about to start telling people he's like my favorite like musician. <laughs> They're gonna be like, "What do you listen to?" And I'm like, "You know, it's really good, man, Charlie Manson." Dude. I know. I think Marilyn Manson did got a couple of things from him. So. Which, which I will do with bands a lot. Like if someone like brings up a band, I'm gonna be like, "Love them." <laughs> Never even listen to them. Like I do it with that uh, very popular New Jersey hardcore band, Lifeless. Oh. My buddy Kyle's in, and everyone loves Lifeless. They're not a band anymore, but I'm always like, they're my favorite oh, fucking band. Okay. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> That's a check. <laughs> People are like, you fuck with lifeless? I'm like, you kidding me, dude? <laughs> Track number three changed my life. <laughs> There's so much out there. Yeah. That's where I am. That's crazy. But the funniest thing about this interview, I got so confused because there's an interview with 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 because the lead singer from Winston's Chains, his name is Joe. So I for some reason thought you thought yeah. I was going to be a large black man? Is that what you thought? I thought it, all of us were going to be here with Joe tripping. So it was like, so, so funny that the, the, the music, the conversation went to music. And I was like, my original confused thought about this was like, whoa. Because I remember I was telling my son, I think Joe's going to be here. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. But because. Different Joe altogether. Yeah. And the fact that we had just been shoveling through four snowstorms in two weeks' time. Yeah. It's, it's like my brain is fried. I'm over it, man. man. I just got a dog like, in this weather. It sucks, dude. Uh, but he likes the snow, which is good. But cool. Just, what kind of puppy? I got a corgi. Cool. Yeah, the Queen's dog, man. All right. Yeah. Cool. And they're not too big. They're like. Yeah, he'll probably get like this tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like this tall right now. Right. Killer. Yeah. Killer. It's like Killer. a fat little sausage type thing. God bless, man. It's like a bigger dachshund, is what it is. Yeah. It's a bigger wiener dog. A barking pillow. Yeah. Basically. He's pretty cool yeah, sometimes. Yeah. He's Good. a puppy, so he's a nut right now, so it's frustrating. No one's sleeping in my house because he just ah, cries through the night. Right, right, right. I ignore right. it because maybe I don't yeah. care. <laughs> I yeah, don't right. What do I care about? I care about the dog, but I don't care that he's crying. crying I want to yeah. sleep. Yes, yeah. Sleep is good. You so I wake sleep. up the next morning, and everyone's on edge in the house. They're just like, they're like, this fucking dog is going through the drywall. I'm like, right. I hear you. Right. Their head has got the dog inside their head. Yeah. You know, so, so our world revolves around that. <laughs> you know what I mean? My mom babysits a lot for my brother because he has Sick. triplets. And now he has he has a five-year-old, a two-year-old, and he just had triplets. Yeah, his life's over, man. Wow. Yeah. That's heavy. Well, who's, he, who's he praying to? God, yeah, that's, that's a wild one. I don't know. Man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, a, it's a blessing. That's, that's a wild sure. triplets, like of one, two, and then three. Yeah. The, yeah. Wow. And I'm pretty sure I don't know the whole details, but I think they were just trying to have like a third kid and be like, all right, that's, you know. Right. And then they were like, all right, you're having your third kid, but it's three of them. So they, they, yeah. they decided to have kids, probably did some mushroom tea, yeah. and the three, the, the third turned into three actual, that's a triplets, yeah. tripping triplets. It happened to my buddy Nate, too, not too long ago, dude. He ended up having twins, but like at first they were like, there's three in there. Whoa. So maybe it's me. People I just surround myself. You know, with. yeah, you're giving it like, hey. the threes and the twos. So, yeah. Five. Take five. That's a great song. Take five. Great yeah, candy yeah, bar, yeah, too. Yeah. I like your fan, dude. <laughs> Way back. Yeah. Way back. What was my, what was the, what was the candy bar? Nelson's Quick, John. Yeah, yeah. The, the almonds. Crunch. The almonds. Uh, the almond, almond, the almond, almond, almond joy. Yeah. The almonds with Nelson's Quick with almonds in it. 
really? Yeah, yeah, the Hershey joints. The Hershey. Not Nessie Quick Hershey. What on is the bar? I'm mixing up the cocoa. Yeah. I'm all over. I like the straight Hershey's. That's good. Plain. That's good. They melt really quick though. Yeah. They like sort of for s'mores, man. You know. I do not like almond joys though. Don't like coconut. Yeah, that's yeah. that's weird. I talked about it several times on here. It was my favorite thing to steal on Xanax. Just because the wrapper was blue, I don't even eat them. But I was like, I was like, yeah, I need this shit. That's, a, that's, a, that's good marketing. Yeah. So, so when can we expect some Bing Crosby stuff, dude? Um, the record is just mixed um, and Is it just finished. you and your son? It's just me and my son. And there's a feature of Rachel. A friend of mine is out in California. And then what we're doing is going to start doing some different production since it's all improvised so right. Kieran and I start going to different studios I go to Jeff's and like play some stuff this this record was more rock based and the stuff's going to start getting more production based now more nice. movie soundtrack yeah so yeah it should be out within like the next month or so you're still get, keeping everything together but I wanted to take time to get all the sounds together because it was a school project for Kieran that I started because we did homeschooling yeah. for his senior year and I wanted to have a music project through the schooling so it just wasn't just like right. do your work I wanted to be able to jam yeah. and have fun my second time meeting your son the first time I think I tripped him out because I, I always make a joke of people who do cool shit and I'm like oh that's my dad <laughs> I was outside of the guillotine show you were playing okay. uh, I was like I was like yo dad and your son was sitting there and he's like what the fuck and I, was like, <laughs> I was like don't worry about it man I'm super white I hope you know we're not related you know what I mean <laughs> That's funny. That was a fun show. That was a fun that was, show. That was, that was a fun I think show. I left after you guys because I fucking went with Sharky and he was like, "All right, let's go." Yeah, and I remember our one buddy. He's a he's a, he's a pretty scary individual. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, he was talking to Sharky and he's like, "Oh, you leaving?" And I was like, I was like, "Yeah, I mean, I drove, so we're gonna leave whenever I want to." He's like, "That's cute. You think that?" And I was like, Damn. Oops. Shook me to my core. I was like, you know what? Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess we'll leave when he wants to yeah, leave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. guess it's not when I want to. Well, it was nice to think that for a I little mean, bit. I mean, you could though. go and do something else, like do you know, do some yoga, do you know, yeah. I mean? just find things to just vibe out a little. Look bit, at it. You know especially I mean? that part of Philly, you can walk around the corner and get entertained. You know what I mean? So the yeah. neighborhood is pretty crazy. Yeah, always a fun. There's always that homeless dude outside of that venue. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. Well, he's always like, I'll do one-handed push-ups right now. And I'm like, listen, I'll give you the $5 to not do this. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, well, I'm going to do them anyways. I'm like, please stop, man. <laughs> he's a Philly legend, man. He's a staple yeah, to, yeah. to the that, community. That's the street. That, yeah. And that building has had a lot of years of people walking, because that's where the Roots used to record. And, uh, Amir, yeah. Amir I was up the there one time yeah. with uh, Mark over there. He was recording oh, a bass line for a uh, rapper. and. uh I got to go up there. I got to see the things fall apart. Platinum plaque. Oh, sick! Which is one of my favorite rap albums of all yeah. time. Like top five, Great definitely. Record. Great record. Big Roots guy. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think there Black Thought's very underrated. I mean, people not underrated. I guess that's a bad word, but I think he is probably one of the best rappers yeah. alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't want to get saturated in the solo market, which is good. He yeah. he made out better. He kept the crew together, man. Yeah, he did yeah, some yeah. stuff with them, right? Yeah, yeah. Play, played a couple. Uh, played uh, guitar on a song or two on the first record, nice. and did some 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 gigs playing drums for him when Amir was like busy doing different things and stuff like that. Yeah. So we've all we've all known each other from the jump when everyone was still kind of like being developed, yeah. you know. You're out there killing it in the hip hop world too. Thanks, I thanks. see you jamming out with Scott a lot. So yeah, that's pretty cool. I'll, I'll crap ton of work with Jeff too. So yeah. like that's where it all starts. Jeff, you know, introduced me to, you know, Freddie Fox. Yeah, it yeah. stresses 
the, you know, I like how I drive. Pass. Scott Storch, like real casual. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You were jamming with Scott, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 A little wild. subtle racism's never, you know, harmless. You would never say it, then he'll kill you. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy's wild, man. Yeah. The wild bunch. It's funny. It's like, hey, white guy with face tattoos, you play guitar, right? It's like, yeah, it's him, man. <laughs> He's the best, man. He's like, yeah. I do exactly what you think I wouldn't do. That's me. And it's like, oh, shit, that's a big mind blow, man. Uh, that was funny. That's always great. I always like when a black dude takes over the punk rock thing because it's just like, it's just like, does this make sense to you? And it's like, yeah, it makes perfect sense, dude. Why are you being weird about it? Dude? It's always like, a, it's like the Michael Jordan complex, dude. Yeah. It's like, it's like whatever this dude's about to play is better than anything we'll even think to write. Or it just has its own vibe. Yeah, it's, it's own vibe. It's, 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 not everybody can be Sid Vicious you know what I mean yeah no it's like not everybody <laughs> how can many be. Sid Vicious is out there no that'd be wild there's a lot of wannabes yeah that's true <laughs> well the whole new trap world is all Sid Vicious it's all the druggy. yeah you know I want to kill myself but I'm still want to be alive type thing yeah I'm sad but also I'm gonna move a brick real quick yeah why not weird spot to be in man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. why not why yeah. not why not make music where people are falling asleep and drooling yeah, Something. I used to live in that world, not yeah, other than yeah, the yeah. music of it, but I used to actually live that life. No, I'm no, just, no, yeah, we've, yeah, it's Philly, Philly. You I get think to that's see why it. I never got into like the whole like trap, super, like especially the sad boy rap that's been yeah. coming out right now, like the SoundCloud. Like I'm so sad and depressed. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, listen, I've been there. Yeah, I'm yeah. good. It's a hard life for people that have that. Yeah, it's a hard life. Philly's been wild. Yeah. I'm just trying to listen to Jack Johnson, get some good vibes. Yeah, you go on a beach and like look at a pine yeah. cone or something or whatever. Hey, man, whatever. Yeah. I'm just trying to just Co trying to vibe out, man. Coconut. Yeah, a little coconut. <laughs> Put a little drink in the coconut. I wouldn't do that. I hate coconuts, man. That's why I don't like almond joys. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Coconut. coconut out of a coconut. Yeah. Just drink a Red Bull out of a coconut. People be like, True. what's wrong yeah, with you? Yeah, Mountain Dew. Yeah, it's a Mountain Dew. A little Code Red, man. Nothing big. Oh, yeah. Mad Dog, Mad Dog 2020. Yeah, that was my shit when I was drinking. I tried fighting a light bulb. Yeah, not realizing I wasn't gonna win because it's a light bulb. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Right, right, right. I had t-shirts made that's it, <laughs> with light bulbs that said "Fight Me Pussy." It's a very aggressive t-shirt. I don't see many people wearing them in public. Every they sold out. I've never seen one person wear it in public. I see like two people. I'm like, I'm like, damn. They're the sleep ones, you know what I mean? The go to sleep shirts for you sleeping. Yeah. Well, yeah. I wore it out to an AA meeting one day, and I didn't even realize. So I meet a lot of people in AA, mm. and it's just because I've been sober a while, about to have eight years in April. Not oh, that it's like forever, but yeah, like for yeah. a younger dude, it's a yeah. lot of time. Right. And I was walking. So I meet a lot of people, and I'm not good with faces. Like, I remember I ran into a dude at a meeting, and he took his hat off, and he's like, it's me. And I was like, I don't know what taking your hat off would accomplish. <laughs> <laughs> They're Sorry. like, they're like, don't you know? It's me. I'm not wearing right, a hat. Right, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you still look the same. But, same uh, yeah, your hair looks the same. I'm not great with faces and names, dude. Unless like it's fucking that monumental to me that right. I don't remember. But I thought the dude knew me because I was wearing my own shirt. So it says Joe White on the bottom, and it has right. a banner that says "Fight Me, Pussy." Right. And he was like Joe White, and I was like, oh, what's up, man? Like just uh, trying uh, not to be a dick, even though I have no idea who he is. And uh, he was like, "Fight Me, Pussy." And I was like, what the fuck you just say to me, dude? Uh, and he's like, your shirt. And I was like. 
Ah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you put out a you know, positive anthem for uh, people in Philly. I mean, yeah, that, that is the vibe in Philly. Good, it's Eagles colors. It's green and gray. So, yeah, you know, you're pretty much it's right there. A good there. tailgate shirt. Yeah. If you're wearing a fight me pussy shirt, and people yeah. are just like, "This dude loves football, man." <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah. He gets what this city's about. Yeah, or, or any comments of people, you know, because I do get the random comments. When I leave, is they say, "Oh, where are you from?" In Philly, and they start mentioning about the sports teams, and that's when that shirt will come in great. Yeah, you know what I mean. Not not I'm, for an antagonist. I'm in for, a tricky spot because it's unless I'm traveling somewhere, that's the only time I say I'm from Philly because I grew up in Ben Salem and I still live in Ben Salem. Ah, good. And Philly's, I don't know if every place is like this, but Philly has that weird pride. Yeah, where it's like my boys grew up like in the Northeast and like the suburbs of Philadelphia, and they're like, "You ain't from Philly, though, dog." I'm like, "I'm like, you're from the suburbs too. Cut it out, dude." Yeah, well, there's certain things, there's certain borough issues. Yeah, certain, <laughs> certain borough issues. <laughs> it's not like I'm from Allentown. I'm like I'm from Philly, man. Yeah, Allentown, another Billy Joel reference, man. All right, man. We're towards the end, buddy. I appreciate you coming out during the crazy snowstorm. It was actually nice out today. It's yeah, it was better. Melt, so. Better, yeah. It's still, now it's uh, cold and windy, but it's good. It's, it's going to be 56 be tomorrow, which I'll take that. So, yeah, so we're fucking killing it, man. Yes. Chuck, honor and privilege to have you on here, man. Thanks See for coming man. out here. Thanks for hanging out with me, man. I appreciate it. Okay, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. Hey, we're all... Uh, we're that was good. Boy, Thanks, I heard. Man. Big Chris says what's up. Tell Chris it was. Did he drop me from the roster? Yo, Mark. Not yet. He says I didn't tell him about the coasters that you just have had 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 Thanks for the pick, man. I think it came out good, right? Yeah, really good. I, I shot him at him and put him in like a film. That's wild. Sick. Yo, this is your boy Chiclone right now. Wow. He's hot. Yeah, dude. Wait. Yeah, Mark. We gotta figure out where my wallet's at. Yeah, no, I know that part. Wow. Can't find a wall? No. We gotta drive back where I dropped my car off at. Yeah. That's crazy. You got paid to do that? That's crazy. So sick. <laughs> 56. <laughs> that was so bright, dude. That was the brightest shit I've ever seen, man. Uh, yeah, send me that video. I'll make a funny edit out of it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. edit that up. But, uh, dude. You know, if you can. Okay. Oh, wow. All right.